I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, all right, guys. Welcome into the show. It is up on game. That's TJ Hushmanzada, Pantene Man. And yes, Stretch Armstrong himself, Plexico Burris. He's back. I'm LeVar Arrington. Yeah, it's the, it's the dynamic duo with, well, me being a part of this, you know, being a spectator. I got the best seat in the house. Welcome into the show. You want to tweet us? Get out LeVar Arrington, Hoosh84, Plexico Burris, Fox Sports Radio. You want to check us out? Check us out on the iHeartRadio app, all right? Searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio, all right? Up on Game, Up on Game presents wherever it is you get your podcast so you can check us out. We got a lot to get to today. Things have happened in the basketball arena. Things have happened in the NFL arena. Just a whole lot of arenas that have been, uh, well, things happening, fellas. But before we get going and talk about some of the topics that we're going to get to and we'll we'll talk about magic johnson so nba meets nfl in in a matter of moments but i want to see how you guys are doing man ain't heard stretch's voice in a while and and you know what i've gotten used to hearing tj's voice so how are y'all doing man how's everything going man can't complain feels good the weather is great out here uh I'm going to have two pairs of shoes from Plaxico's because uh, the Chicago Bears ain't winning the division. But look at that on the bright side. Uh, Lil Burris is balling. So you have some solace in that, that your son is out there crushing these dudes in football. So there you go, baby. 
yeah. Why you got to bring up old stuff about the shoes, man? You put me out there. But, yeah, man, everything is beautiful, man. You know, it's raining a little bit over here. Mm. But, uh, man, everything is good. It's about to get good, bad man. where you at, brother. Yeah, man. You know, just mm. buckling buckling down for another for an old, another cold one. Hey, sweet old California. That's hey, why we love yeah. you. I got to throw this one out there. I'm glad you said this, TJ. Before we jump into to Magic Johnson and the Commanders and and – the Bears, as you just mentioned. Uh, baby boy did something that you never did. When when you get a kid that that accomplishes and things happen and, you know, you, you're looking every once in a while, you have those moments where it's like, man, my baby could end up being better than me. Or, you know, you, you mm-hmm. your proud moments. <clears throat> like if for everybody out there that didn't know, on the, the Monday night broadcast when they were showing Bergen, they were talking about Bergen Catholic. Mm-hmm. But what it was DePaul, right? DePaul yeah. Catholic? Yeah, DePaul Catholic, yeah. So – the kid looking like Plexico Burr scored the <laughs> touchdown on Bergen Catholic while they yeah. supposed to be talking about Ber- Bergen Catholic is yeah. Elijah Burris. Yeah, that's man. amazing. He made he made an appearance on primetime Monday on night prime football time. before you did. Before I did. It, it kind of just caught us all by surprise because we're sitting there just watching the TV and it just popped up. And it was like, wait a minute. And so, hey, man, obviously, listen, great route by this kid, man. And I think he had like four catches for like 130 yards and a touchdown, man. And just really, you know, just really kind of just coming into his own, man. It's, you know, it's it's humbling to sit back and watch because, you know, you know, obviously, you know, playing the game, you know, there's only many, so many things that you can teach him. But to just see him, you know, just go out there and just – do everything that he's doing with his ability, man. It's just it's it's a joy to watch. I think we need to do an up on game uh, receivers and and position skills positions type type of uh, training deal. I think that's something we got to talk about. We because you know we're all we're all ingrained and entrenched and and deep into mentoring and teaching these babies. Your baby is is growing up, but your but the but nephew at Sierra Canyon is is snapping out right now, huh, TJ? Man, he probably the number one uh, defensive back in the country in his class. I mean, 6'2", 150, run a 4'4", like legit 4'4". Jeez. Yeah, yeah everybody. Play. Hey, man, them rangy corners, man. Trust me, they That's are tough exactly to be. And, and the thing he about won't. it, Plex, he was a receiver. Oh, so his yeah. ball skills are ridiculous because he yeah. played receiver pretty much his whole life and kind of transitioned a corner the last year and a half. But you said he was checking adults. Oh, like yeah, this, this summer. He was telling me about last summer. He yeah, this summer adults. I had him training with my NFL guys and my college guys, and he was in the eighth grade just doing, oh, you yeah. know, one-on-ones with him. And was he losing? Yeah, but he was losing, and each week it was closer and closer and closer. So you go to high school, it's like, oh, this yeah. is easy. That definitely accelerates thing, growth, no doubt yeah. about it. Love that. And you know what? We love y'all. You got kids. You know, don't hide them from us. You want to bring them to us and make sure you hit us mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Drop us a line or whatever. We might, you know, we might be able to catch up with them. Um, and speaking of uh, needing some encouragement and needing some help, uh, the Bears, they needed some encouraging and they needed some help. And it looked like it came through for them. They beat the commanders 40 to 20. Whew. Nobody would have ever saw that coming except for maybe the people who did it in that locker room. But following the game, because that was not the biggest that was not the biggest story coming out of the game. The biggest story happened to be Magic Johnson 
having a tweet about it after the game took place. Tonight, the commanders played with no intensity or fire. We didn't compete in the first half and got down 27-3, to hitting into halftime. It was too big of a hole to climb out of, and that is why we ended up losing 40-20. to Now, it caught the eye of everybody. Of course, it's Magic Johnson. So, if Magic has anything to say, you know, obviously people are going to catch on to it. I wanted to throw the question out to you guys. Is this – do you feel like that's – like it's okay? Is it a good move for him to to be so early in his his ownership time, his tenure in Washington and, and, you know, go at the necks of of his team and go, you know – does that include the, the, the coaches? What was your interpretation of Magic Johnson's tweet? And do you do you subscribe to it? Or do you think that maybe that could be, you know, could he could that could that be a can I guess a continuation of toxic culture? I mean, what what do you guys take from it? I, I don't believe it's a toxic culture. You got to put things in context and evaluate everything. And when you evaluate everything, one. The Washington Commanders were coming off an overtime game. I picked the Bears in this game because of that. When you come off an overtime game and then you have to play on Thursday night, you know what the record is? Well, it's, what the it's, spread it's is? Not good. Huh? Three and twenty-one. Mm. Three and twenty-one. And so that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, we came out flat. Uh, yeah, they're tired. And this is the thing, like. When you have new ownership, you can't afford to come out flat. When your butt is on the line as Ron Rivera's is, you can't afford to come out flat. And so he should have known that this was a possibility. And whatever it is that you have to do as a coach, that's what you do to make sure these guys don't come out flat because you have to know what it is. Teams that are in this situation are 3-21. and 21. How can we not be part of this 3 Mm-hmm. Or how can we be a part of this three and not a part of the 21? And, and so that's on Ron Rivera. Magic, you, yeah, you have a right to be mad, but this football thing is a different ball game when you play completely extra quarter and your opponent does not. The fatigue, just the recovery, physical game. And, and, and so I get where Magic Johnson is coming from. And if you're Ron Rivera and those coaches – if y'all don't see this and understand this, that's bad on your part because heads will roll, meaning jobs will be lost if the Washington Commanders do not play good football this year. They will have a new head coach, and that's just what it is. And so Ron Rivera needs to understand that and coach and try to motivate like his job is on the, on the line because, in essence, it is on the line. So I don't have a problem with Magic Johnson saying what he said because – He's a winner. All he's done is won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he doesn't like what he's seeing, and he's going to say it. And I'm sure that's worrisome for the coaching staff. <clears throat> but the culture and, and all of that, I, I I don't believe that played a part in it. They were fatigued, playing an overtime game, coming back, playing Thursday. And they just ran into it looks as if the Bears may have figured it out on offense um, type of team. Now, can the Bears continue to play this way offensively? <laughs> They look good, but there's no way Justin Fields throws for 280 and one guy catches <laughs> 240. And I'm oh. there's just no way if I'm a deep like you're a defensive coach, Ryan Rivera. 
are you really serious? You let one guy one get guy. the bulk of the yards and beat you. I'm done. But, man, I don't have a problem with it all. Man, I think he's just being candid. I think he's being honest, and he's looking at – what the commanders have been doing over the past four weeks. Listen, you can't make excuses to talk about, talking about, you know, we tired, we just had an overtime game on a Thursday night. I mean, you know, do, on, a, on a Sunday, nobody's going to make, you know, give, cut you in the slack and make that excuse for you. But what I'm looking at from the commanders defensively, over the last month, over the last four games, they've given up 30 points or more on defense. And when you're sitting there as an owner, you're looking at this, you're like, man, listen, we cannot be this bad as a unit. For the last four weeks, we give up over 31 points or more. And you look two weeks ago, man, the game was so embarrassing where the Buffalo Bills had these cast down 30 to zero. They ended up throwing a, uh, throwing a pick, and now the score is 37 to zero. And Washington just has to go out there and kick a field goal to put some points on the board to save face, so they don't get they don't put a goose egg on the scoreboard. And those are the things I think he's th- uh, uh, talking about. But, you know, just like you said, you let D.J. Moore come in there and had 240 yards receiving. Uh, um, I looked at it, man, that's the first 200-yard receiver the Chicago Bears have had since 1954. Mm. I mean, <laughs> that's a long-ass long time, mm. man. And, and I think if, if, the, if the Miami Dolphins come into Washington – and they beat the commanders 40 to 20, I don't believe that Magic Johnson makes these comments. It's mm-hmm. the fact that the, that the Chicago Bears have lost 13 straight games, and out of those 13 straight uh, losses, they've given up 30 points or more in eight of those games. But it's the team that, that uh, warranted these comments from Magic Johnson. I don't think that he makes this these comments if it's if it's uh, Kansas City or or Miami. Nobody expected for the Chicago Bears to go in here to Washington and put up forty points on this team. Mm. And, I, and I, I just think Magic is sitting there looking at it, saying, "You know what, man? Enough is enough. You guys got to come out and you know and, and play harder and, and, and show some kind of intensity in the first half. You get down twenty-seven to three in the NFL football game." I mean, I, 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 I know we, all, we always say so you got to keep playing, you got to keep playing, but, man, it's just so deflating looking at it because they don't have the offense right now to, you know, score those many points in the second half. And the, the damn sure the defense, they just can't stop nobody right now. Mm. But like you said, changes will be made. I don't, be, I don't believe that they're going to fire him during the season, but it's just not a good look, especially for Eric Bieniemy. Uh, the way this offense has been struggling, and you know, and now everybody's probably looking at him, saying, "Well, see, uh, we told you that Patrick Mahomes was a reason What's why the reason Eric Bieniemy is having success." Well, so they weren't saying that coming into the game. A lot of and people were giving them high praises. They, they, the Commanders fought back in the second half and tried to make it a game. They right. did. So no, they, they showed they some fight in the second half. They tried to show some fight and, and make it a game in the second half. And Justin Fields said, "Nah, not two weeks in a row." Her, DJ Moore said, nah, not two weeks in a row. How about Big that? Big plays. Big plays. I, I'll say <laughs> this. What, what you got? No, I was sitting there looking at it. I'm just saying to myself, you're in zero coverage. And they yeah. throw a hitch. 
You can't, and you can't you gamble to, in zero and you coverage. You can't gamble nah. if you don't know no, 100% that you can get your hands on Especially that Especially if you missed the first time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, oh, they, they plays. Yeah, Who they wants to hit it a exactly couple way. zero and completes it? Yeah. Man, Crazy. He's sitting on everything. Eyes on the quarterback. Uh, well, all I'll say is he is putting people on notice. And for what it's worth, I like the fact that the new ownership is holding or, or putting putting a standard out there to be held, to to work to be great, to at least have the intensity. You don't necessarily have to win while we're building it and figuring out who's who and what's what, but at least have the intensity and the approach that you really want to win. I I thought it was I thought it was well played by Magic. I, I thought it was subtle because nothing he said was was inaccurate. I thought it was subtle. Um, but I also feel like, man, for, for what, what this franchise has gone through and what the fans have gone through, I think it should be stated that having someone like Magic who you can't question his greatness, you can't question his work ethic, you can't question his accomplishments, there's nothing you can really – well, there's a few things you question, but but not, not as it applies to playing the game. And with that being said – I think that's setting a tone. That's going to set a tone. I think that's going to resonate. If if you thought you was going to kind of sleepwalk through this or, you know, just get through maybe like how it has been in the past, that ain't what it's going to be. And I, I, like, I like Magic kind of subtly throwing that out there. Like we're not going to live in the laurels of the Hogs and, and, and Art Monk and, and, and Gary, Gary Clark and all of them and Monty. We're we going to go ahead and we're going to get this thing right now in the 2023. Wow. So good look, man. Good look. I think it was. And I think that the fans deserve to hear ownership saying they care and they matters and, and we're going to build a winner. Uh, coming up next, speaking of building a winner, did y'all see where your boy Drew Holiday went? <laughs> All right, so on the other side of this break, we're going to bring back – we're going to bring on for the first time our guy, NBA insider and expert Cuffs the Legend. You may have heard of him. He's on Some Dude Show, uh, which is now a Up On Game Presents show. We'll have him on next, and we'll talk some NBA. All right, you're listening to Up On Game. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burrs. I'm LeVar Arrington. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sport. Sports Talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Up On Game. It's TJ Hushmanzada. It's Plexico Burrs. I'm LeVar Arrington, and what I failed to tell you guys before is we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, we're going to get an update. We are bringing on Cuffs the Legend. Um, but we had some breaking news, so we're going to discuss that a little bit before we bring on Cuffs. So, Ilo, take it away. Let's get a trending, and let's hear about this breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. How about this? NFL media is just reporting that the Indianapolis Colts and star running back Jonathan Taylor have agreed to a three-year, $42 million okay. extension. They uh, had previously this morning officially activated him from the physically unable to perform list, so he will be set to make his season debut tomorrow. But NFL media, again, reporting it's a three-year, $42 million million dollar extension for Colts star running back Jonathan Taylor back to all you guys. right what, what what you got well we got trending Ilo you might as well go ahead and give it all to us right now all while right. you got it Let's, you go ahead and hold on to the microphone let's mm-hmm. do it we'll start with the Red River rivalry at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas where 12th ranked Oklahoma has a 7-0 lead over number three Texas they are just over three minutes into the ball game. It started in disastrous fashion for the Longhorns as on the second play of the day, Quinn Ewers was intercepted by Gentry Williams, and that led to this. Split backs. One of them stoops, goes in motion. Gabriel's going to run it himself up the middle. He's to the five. Touchdown! Dylan Gabriel right up 
the gut of Bevo. And the Sooners strike first in Dallas. No. Hope Bevo's okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> at the Horseshoe, how about this? Maryland, a 7-0 lead over number four Ohio State. Just over five minutes in, here's how. Talia pops one, nothing there. Throws across the middle. A Great clutch, shoot. In the end zone. Touchdown, Maryland. What a catch. In the back of the end zone. And Talia put it right exactly where he had to. Caden Prather on the receiving end for the touchdown. The call on WJZ, number 21, Missouri. An 8-0 lead over 23rd-ranked LSU midway through the first quarter. Baseball, the 1 p.m. Eastern scheduled start of game one of the American League Division Series in Baltimore between the Orioles and the Texas Rangers has been delayed by rain. Fellas, back to you. Hey, Ilo, did they disclose what he'd be making uh, yearly. Oh, what's his guarantee for like, year? Yeah, so fourteen. Yeah. It's fourteen a year. Uh, guaranteed is twenty six point five million. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's all the details that has been out. Uh, that, that's been out so far. Uh, Forty two okay. million dollars for three years. So yeah, roughly averaging annual value of fourteen million a year. Twenty six point mm-hmm. five guaranteed. Okay, thank you, Ilo. You bet. Um, wow, congrats to Jonathan Taylor. To me, yeah, it uh, helps. You got a team that's the first in the AFC South. They're much more competitive than I thought they would be. Um, mm-hmm. What what say you guys to this signing? I think it's great, man. I think definitely um, it helps the running back market trending in the right direction. I mean, obviously it's not you know uh, you know twenty thirty million dollars a year. Basically, it's based off of you know because of the position and it, and it's been declining and. Be, Guys are feeling like they undervalued. And I just think it's a good thing for him, obviously, to get back on the football field and for the guys that are, you know, coming up on their contracts. You know, now, you know, a team has uh, taken a stance of setting a a consistent market for these guys moving forward. Hmm. I mean, you're getting $14 million a year after – Jim Mercer, the owner, basically came out and said, well, we're not paying a running back. We don't value a running He didn't say it in those words, but that's basically what, what he was getting at. Now, the morale of this team is going to go through the roof. Your best offensive player is not only back in the fold, he's back in the fold with a smile on his face and feeling good about his situation. And we all know, when you walk into that locker room and you feel good about what's going on, you're going to give it your all. No second guessing. No, uh, I got a problem with this. I have a problem with that. You're all in. You're invested 100%. And so for me, the morale of this team is going to go up. And this division is very winnable. They're right there. And so – I'm happy for Jonathan Taylor. I'm happy for the running backs because this entire offseason, it was uh, they're they're not valued. They're not getting a second deal. But Jonathan Taylor is one of the best backs in the league. Although he was banged up last year, he's been rewarded for what he's done and what he's going to do in the future. So I'm happy for him. I believe this is great for the Colts, great for uh, the city, and great for the players. It's a win-win. I'll add this to what you guys just said. It is great. To make him feel good about, you know, his situation in Indianapolis because he is indeed their best player today. Um, secondly, it, it's interesting. It comes ahead of their their tilt with 
the Tennessee Titans, who is a divisional opponent. Another thing to think about, they haven't won a game at home this year. They're 0-2 at home. So you're playing Tennessee at home. You get Jonathan Taylor back for his first game, and you give him a new contract going into this game, and everybody is 2-2. Now, they have the Colts ranked number one in in the AFC South over the Texans, the Jags, and the Titans. But as you mentioned, this is a very winnable division, Mm -hmm. and understanding that it's a very winnable division with – (laughs) <laughs> with you getting your best football player back right. and you've already been competitive, you'd have to think that this is a hell of a move. Right. And, and we give her, I give Ursay a lot of flack. <laughs> I give him a yeah. lot of flack for some we, of the things he does. I, all right, I didn't want to speak for all of us, but but giving him a lot of flack for a lot of the things he does he doesn't do. Um, I think this is one of the things you give him give him a lot of credit for what he has <clears> done. This is a big move by the Colts, a big move by Ursay, and I think it could pay major dividends for them moving forward. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and, you know, just go, getting go. him back, man. He, he's a he's a plug and play. You know, he's not he's not one of those guys that's going to be. You know, it's not a timing position. You know, just you can just hand this kid off the ball on Sunday in 48 hours make from now, happen. and he's going to make it happen. Speaking of someone who makes it happen, we're going to transition. We're going to pay off the tees. We're going to bring in our guy from the Some Dude Show. Yeah, Up On Game presents uh, newest edition, superstar edition. This is our superstar edition, you know what I mean? Our, our super all-pro. Uh, we're going to bring on Cuffs the Legend because we got a lot going on in the NBA. And who better to talk about it than the guy who talks it better than pretty much anybody out there that does it in the game. Welcoming into the show, our guy Cuffs the Legend. What's going on, player? Fellas. Hey, I was listening in, right? I was listening to y'all for like the last 30 minutes. Did I hear that Plaxico Burris' his son is a high school star now? We getting old, bro. We getting yeah, old. We're old. <laughs> we're old. Uh, yeah, I, I'm it's, watching it's these crazy. games. I'm seeing all these juniors, like Joey Porter Jr., even yeah. in basketball, Kenya Martin Jr., LeBron James Jr. We getting old, man. I feel old, man. Yeah. Well, you old. We old. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, Cuffs, you know what I mean? But, hey, we're getting better, though, you know what I mean? And we get to see the better half of, well, well the better side of what our better halves have produced for us. Well, in most cases, I'll say. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all might have not have caught what I just said right there. But anyway, you know, we you, you safe, Plex, you safe, you know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got a lot going on in the NBA, man. And listen, I I felt like when the Celtics lost uh, Smart that it was going to be – I thought that was going to be a bigger hole than what maybe they're anticipating. And, and, and I just didn't feel like they would go in the right direction after that move. But, man – do you fill the hole with one guy that could fill the hole with a Drew Holiday? I I, I like the move. What what's your take on it? And 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 like what's give us like kind of like the breakdown of, of how you see that that whole thing playing out. I absolutely love the Drew Holiday move. Uh, I think he's a he's an absolute perfect basketball fit because like his leadership intangibles are underrated. Like he's a facilitator. 
the last couple of years, the Celtics have been missing like a pure point guard who can facilitate, run the team. Like that's why they had a lot of turnovers. Like Derek White is a good point forward. Tatum is good with the ball too. But they've always been missing that guy late in games who can get those guys in their sets, get them easier shots, get paint touches. And like Drew Holiday, he's going to bring that. We all know he's like he can move the puppies with the best of them. He's a defensive dynamo, so he's going to bring that defensive side that they that they lost with Marcus Smart. But I absolutely love that move because also, you know, Dame is getting a lot of attention for going to Milwaukee and rightfully so. But like Drew Holiday, I feel like he's going to have a real chip on his shoulder because he was just saying how he wanted to stay at Milwaukee. Like he wanted to stay there and close his career out there. So him getting traded like that and going to, like, the rival, because I feel like that's the rivalry in the East now, I think it's going to be a two-horse race with the Bucks, with the Celtics. So I love the move with Drew Holiday, man. I, I think he's going to bring some tenacity. The city's going to love him, a gritty, a gritty city. And it's going to be it's gonna be beautiful to watch. People are looking at this as Milwaukee has Damian Lillard. The Boston Celtics now have Drew Holiday. It's a foregone conclusion that one of these two teams will represent the East. I believe it's the Boston Celtics. What do you think Ooh. will take place, and are there any other teams besides those two that may come out of the East? No, I think it's a two-horse race, Buck Celtics. I think everybody else in the East, no disrespect to the Cavs, the Miami Heat, they've overachieved with undrafted guys. But losing Gabe Vincent and Max Struess is going to be big for them. Uh, I think everybody in the East, even the Sixers, Joel is a beast, but everybody in the East is just doing cardio this year, man, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like they're no they doing cardio because no it's going to be the Bucks, Celtics. I think we're going to get an all-time classic seven-game series, Eastern Conference Series in the finals, Eastern Conference Finals. And I think the matchup that everybody needs to watch is I think a lot of guys are going to like neutralize each other. Like Dame is going to have some nights. Where he gets thirty, he he leads them in scoring. Then Giannis gonna have nights, but when that matchup, I'm looking at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because you got Pat McConaughey, you have Chris Middleton. Like I think Tatum and Brown can expose those guys because Giannis is not really a strong wing defender on the outside. He's more of a rover, help side, weak side guy, but. It's going to come down to Tatum and Brown in that series, is what I'm saying. I think it's going to come down to those guys getting over that mental hurdle. That mental hurdle we saw in the Golden State Final Series where they could have went up 3-1. I think it's going to come down in the Eastern Conference this year. Dame is going to be Dame is going to be spicy this year. He's going to make some big-time shots in the playoffs, in the regular season. But I think it's going to come down to Tatum and Brown and if they're going to really show up this year. Man, all offseason, everybody's just been talking about trying to get Dame to, you know, to Miami. And, you know, Pat Riley had came out and said, listen, uh, Tyler Hero's not going anywhere. Bam out of Bayou. These guys, I'm not letting these guys, those, they're not expendable. And then the GM for the Portland Trailblazers says, hey, Dame, we can't, we can't send you to the Miami Heat, but we can send you to Milwaukee. And I, nobody, I didn't think that Milwaukee was a destination because they had just given, what, Drew Holiday with a four-year, $134 million deal. So not, nobody even saw this coming. But when I heard the trade for Dame going to Milwaukee and Drew Holiday going to the Trailblazers, I'm saying to myself, well, Drew Holiday's not going to play a single game for the Portland Trailblazers because they got nothing but a team full of guards. You, they, they, just, they just drafted a Scoot Hennessy. They got Anthony Simons and uh, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. So now, then they send Drew Holiday to the Celtics. 
But just like you were saying, it's going to come down to Jalen Brown and Tatum. But what it does is it, it takes uh, – Jason Tatum off the ball. So now he can be even more of a dynamic scorer and use his abilities and, and, and continue to get better in this league as being one of the top players. But I just think, man, when you add Dane to this roster with Bobby Porter, Brooks Lopez, Chris Middleton, and Giannis, I just think that it's going to be tough to beat, you know, coming out of the Eastern Conference. And I just think that, you know, now Giannis can take those breaks, you know, those seven, eight extended minute breaks, and Dame can lead this team. They're going to be nice, but he can get you 40 and 50. Yeah. And, and he knows that Giannis is the guy, but I don't think that he's going to go into this situation taking a back seat and, you know, taking this foot off the pedal but just because Giannis is the alpha on this basketball team, I believe that both of these guys are going to be able to coexist and still get 30, 40, or 50 points apiece if they have to. Is there a possibility that that could that it like turn into like a Westbrook type of KD no. type of situation? Dane doesn't have that kind of mentality as a basketball player. What do you he, think, Cuff? Now, I think Dame is, used, Dame is used to playing and feeding off another player. Like him and C.J. McCollum had a dynamic – like, they had a good cohesion and chemistry there, like, playing off the ball. So, I think Dame is comfortable playing off the ball, let Giannis have those 40 and 50-point nights. Because you got to look at it. Both of those guys have had high usage rates the last seven, eight years. Like, the ball is always in their hand. So, you can even ask Braun this. Like, it's good sometimes to have a guy as your safety valve where you don't have it going some nights or you just, like I said, you just have an off night here and there or that guy has it going, you know. So I think that's going to be the the interesting dynamic this year. Also, with Chris Middleton being your third guy now, who he was like the sidekick with Giannis when they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now, with Middleton being your third guy now, and then I love Brooke Lopez. I've always loved him. He is arguably top two or three defenders in the league. That team is going to be hard to beat. That's why I say the Cavs, Sixers, Heat, y'all just doing cardio this year because they're not beating the Bucks in a in a seven-game series. The only team that I would even think about betting to beat the Bucks this year would be Boston. And, like and I Boston said, going to beat them. Boston yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a coin it's gonna be a coin flip it's gonna be one of those series that we look back on where it's like the momentum gonna change from game to game I can already like foreshadow I can see it man like I just hope my thing with this season is I just want everybody to stay healthy so we can see it man mm. that's cuffs the legend that's our resident NBA expert as you can see he brings that funk baby all right some dude show my guy make sure you check him out on some dude show up on game presents you can get all of his materials uh you know where can they get you on uh social my guy appreciate y'all man appreciate y'all well i'll tell them because you you did you missed it it's cuffs the legend by the way on on ig and on twitter you can get him at cuffs that's two f's one s the legend on all the social media uh, platforms that are out there. So we'll get him back on soon to talk about it. That's TJ Hushman's out of That's Plexico Burris. Yeah, we've added a super friend to the super team. That's right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, and I just wanted to let y'all know, too, by the way, because I am a read behind, we're in the TireRack.com studio. And you know what? best tire buying is with tire rack all right so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about drew holiday and his family had some interesting things to say they were upset 
about what took place in terms of how he was made uh, aware of the trade that took place. This is Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. Quick break. We'll be right back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, can't touch this. Uh, uh. Uh, she's a very pretty girl. Like time you won't take home to mama. She'll never, never let go. <laughs> Welcome back in up on game, man. Uh, <laughs> we are in the tirerack.com studio. That's TJ Hushmazada, Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington trying to sound like Rick James. Prettiest man singing in the industry. Rest in peace. Might be too soon. Uh, fellas, I, I'm, I'm curious. Though, we talked about Drew Holiday. We talked about the trades that took place. But one of the things that um, we did not talk about was the way him and his family felt after the trade took place. They were unaware of it. No one gave them a heads up. Nothing, nothing letting them know that he was even – uh, on the trade block to begin with, the wife says, listen, we have kids, we we build friendships, we our kids go to schools, uh, we're people. 
like can we can we get a little bit of notice can can we have some communication here and i started thinking to myself i kind of tried to play both sides of it but I'm, I'm curious as to what you guys would think. If you got hit with a trade and you had no idea it was coming, no discussions of it, thought you were in great standing, did so many things to contribute uh, you know, service-wise to the community, and then you end up getting traded, you know, how, would, how would you guys handle that? How would you feel about it? Is, is it just the business or should there be a courtesy professionally, personally, whatever, as it applies to how these things take place? Man, it it comes with territory. We we know this as being when you're a professional athlete, you can get traded, you can get cut at any time when you play in the NFL. Now, getting cut in the basketball and the baseball world is a little different, but it, it comes with the territory. And I do understand where the holidays are coming from because a lot of players are invested in the community. Their kids go to school. You have friends, and I don't think a lot of people really understand that. Like, when you get traded, your family gets traded. So now your kids have to leave their friends and go to a new school. That's always uneasy. Or worse, or worse, you have to leave them. You know, well, you got to leave them behind. Some guys leave their families behind when they see, get to go to a new school, a new team. But, the, yeah. do, like, I mean, depending on when it is, if you get traded in the middle of the season – uh, or released and you get picked up by another team, more than likely your family's going to stay. If it's prior to the season, you probably bring your family with you. It just kind of depends on the situation. But it, it's the families and the impact they have on the community, that, that impact that it has on your kids just from a social standpoint. But nobody's going to feel sorry for any professional athlete when you talk about that because everybody just looks at, oh, man, you're a professional athlete. Look at the money you make. Um Human beings have feelings, emotions, and you also have a family. No matter how much money you make. No, that and that you're, always you're people, to, you know? Okay. You're people. One hundred percent your wife, your kids, your family, at least for me and I'm sure for you guys, we always put them before us. Their feelings always matter before ours. Mm-hmm. And so if they're uneasy, we're uneasy. You know what? Not the first time this didn't happen. It's not going to be the last. I mean, it's a business. That's just what it is. Um, but uh, I've been in situations where you go places and, and and you make it home, and you know you don't even expect for that city or that town to embrace you to so that so that you can call it home. And I, I believe his wife played on the, on the women's national soccer team, so she should understand the travel part of it and, you know, uh, being, you know, misplaced from your home, away from your kids or whatever the case may be. And, listen, I, I get it. I understand. You know, he, he was able to win a championship there, but when Giannis came out and said, listen, I may not be here long, that made everybody around him expendable. And Drew Holiday <laughs> just happened to become the casualty of Giannis wanting to be able to compete for a championship. And the emotional part of it for Drew Holiday and his wife was, you know, he went to Portland first. And then you get another emotional letdown. Oh, you're not going to Portland, you're going to Boston. Well, at least we're, well, at least we're closer to Milwaukee, I guess. 
I don't know. But like I said, TJ, nobody's going to feel sorry for or him or the professional athletes being traded. It's just the business side of it. it nobody likes it unless you, you know, you damn little you want to get out and you go to a better situation. Uh, you know, maybe Drew Holiday is going to a better situation based on how the Celtics play this year. But, you know, nobody is going to feel sorry for anybody, you know, in this business. Well, I don't feel sorry for neither one of y'all. And, and for what it's worth, the only person I feel sorry Thank for you. is myself. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. Hour two is coming at you up on Game Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 